Philadelphia. Get ready to be inspired. If you need help finding the light in the darkness, don't touch that dial. Let's navigate life through the lens of hope with Scotty P. Inspirational speaker Scotty P speaks the importance of mental health in society and encourages techniques to overcome the everyday mental health obstacles that hold us back in life. It's not just inspiration, it's Scotty P inspiration. Hey, what's going on everybody? This is Scott Prendergast here with another episode of the Scotty P Inspiration Show. Thank you so much for joining me again today, whether it's online, via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Thank you for being here today, everybody. I am your host, Scott Prendergast, aka Scotty P. And I'm super excited to talk about this episode today because I think it's something as usual that is going to help you to navigate your life through the lens of hope and rediscover the resilience within yourself. Okay, everybody? So, just real quick, if you do not know, a couple ways you can watch the show. You could go on any major podcast platform and you could search the Scotty P Inspiration Show. You could watch it that way. You could go on my website and watch it, which is www.scottypinspo.com, or you could go on my YouTube channel, which is Scotty P Inspiration, and you can watch it that way as well. So everybody, for those of you that don't know, I like to jump right into things because I want this to be a quick program that you could take something from it and apply to your life right here, right now, today, okay? So today's topic is going to really be about inclusive expectations. Hmm. Now, there's going to be a lot that we're going to talk about here, but essentially, it's going to be adjusting our expectations in life, okay? Now, I always like to start with a quote, and the quote that I have is as followed. I actually quoted myself on a presentation I did recently here, okay? So the quote was this, expand your expectations to include what you didn't plan for. I'm going to say this one again, expand your expectations to include what you didn't plan for, okay? I love this quote, which is why I'm quoting myself here saying this, because I, I think it's something that is really relevant for all of us, right? Because expectations are something that we all have. Everybody expects something out of themselves, out of others, out of a situation, out of life. We all have expectations. But here's the problem sometimes. Those same expectations, which are a good thing, can sometimes really turn into a poison for us. Because we allow those expectations to start controlling every aspect of our lives, right? Because when we expect something, really what we're doing, in a way, is we're putting ourselves in a box, because with that expectation comes expectancy of that situation of what we expect to come true, to come to fruition. But we've all lived in all, enough of life to understand and to know that just because you expect something doesn't mean you're going to get the desired result. But here's the issue. These expectations, when we, they, they create a box around us because of the fact that sometimes we can't let go of the expectation. Sometimes we're so fixated on what was supposed to happen or what should have happened or what could possibly happen. And when it doesn't work that way, we just completely fall apart. We fall apart because we put all our hope, all of our dreams, all of our work, all of our effort, all of our time into this little box of an expectation. And if it doesn't exactly happen that way, we just quit. We just give up or we just say, oh, man, what's wrong with me? Oh, man, I guess I'm a failure. Oh, I guess I can't do anything right. I guess I'm just wrong in every aspect of life, right? And then we start going down that road of that negative and self-detrimental type thinking that just really is not going to do anything to help us right? And this a lot of times comes from an expectation that was not met in some way, shape, or form in our lives. So really though, the question would be, okay, how are we going to work through this? And we're going to talk about that in a minute, but 
I think it's important before we do that to understand what being very expecting does to us. And really, I'm just going to be honest here. When we're expecting, we can become a bit entitled. We can become a bit entitled to say, well, I'm expecting this or it better be that. Whether it's you're expecting a dish a certain way at a restaurant or you're expecting somebody to say something in a relationship or at workplace, right? We become a bit entitled to thinking that just because we expect it means that we're guaranteed it. And I think there's a little bit to unpack there with understanding that expectations and guarantees do not go hand in hand together. They're not a guarantee every time you expect something. But when we look at an expectation as if it is a guarantee and we don't get it, hmm, that's where some of that entitlement comes in. And that's where some of that resentment comes in as well. Because how many times have some, has something not worked out the way that you wanted and, and you began to resent something because of it? You resented a situation, you resented a person, you resent, resented a whole area, a town, a genre of music, whatever it is, right? You began to resent something because the expectation wasn't what you thought. It wasn't what you thought. But if we can move past this, if we can get to a point where we say, okay, this, ex this was not what I expected, but there might still be something good here. That's when we can really take control of a situation instead of letting a situation take control of us. Instead of letting disappointment and resentment rule our emotions for the rest of that day or month or week or year, we can instead start to see this new piece as something that maybe could lead to a new expectation or could lead to something better than what we expected. Because it's all about how we're going to view a situation. And as I said multiple times on this show, we can't always control what happens to us. We can't always control the outcomes of life and the situations. But what we can control is how we choose to view those outcomes and view those situations. We can view it with expectancy and disappointment, or we can view it as an opportunity for something new. Which will lead to who knows what, right? But it's all about how we choose to view it, and we have to make that decision. I can't make that decision for you. Someone else can't make that decision for you. That's a mano a mano one-on-one decision that you have to make when you're in the middle of that disappointment. And I hope by listening to this show today, it'll help you to become aware of what's going on so that you can choose to view that disappointment in your life, that failed expectation as something that isn't failed, but rather something that's taking you in a different direction that could lead you to something even better. Because friends, just because you expect something doesn't mean it's always great for you. Just because your expectation is something doesn't mean that it's the end-all be-all. Sometimes something that's better than you could ever imagine comes from a failed expectation. But how would we know if we just choose to view that failed expectation as if, oh, it's over and nothing's ever going to come good from it, right? So that's the power in making that decision to see that there's more to this than just the failure, than just the disappointment. So one of the things that I've wrote down as we're going a little bit further here in the show is what if, you know, we still expect it every day because I think it's important. I think it's important to have expectations. They're tied in with hope. They're tied in with goals and hope and goals are very important things to have in this life. But expectations sometimes get more of a bad rap, but let's still expect, let's still expect things in life. Let's still expect good things. But also what if in that expectation we allowed ourselves to include the encounter with the unexpected. 
So what if within that expectation, we allowed ourselves to include encounters with the unexpected? Hmm. Right? So just because something didn't go right, what if instead of saying, well, this is all lost now, this is a lost cause, it's done, it's chalked. What if instead we said, okay, I prepared for this because this is the unexpected and I've included the unexpected in my expectation. That's how we expand our expectations. That's how we create an inclusive expectation that's going to allow us to take a situation and make something of it instead of having a situation be looked at as lost or gone. So for you, the listener today, I want you to really take stock of that. I want you to think, okay, I'm still going to expect out of life because I'm still going to have my goals. I'm still going to hope. I'm still going to dream. I'm still going to expect great things, but... I'm also going to expect to encounter the unexpected within that expectation. And I think when we can do that, it's going to change our whole perspective and our whole outlook on life. And it's going to change how we view every situation that we encounter. And it's going to allow us to use disappointment as fuel and as a stepping stone instead of allowing disappointment to be just an anchor around our neck that's going to have us sink further down into self-despair and pity. Self, despair, and pity. Something that I don't think any of us wants to live in, right? So, still expect, but expect to encounter the unexpected within that expectation. Now, as we're moving forward here, I love to give you like little strategies that we can use. This is a lot of stuff that I do with my clients when we do our coaching. I love these strategies because they're simple things that you can use right here, right now, today to help you work through what it is that you're dealing with, especially on this topic with expectations, okay? So first thing I wrote really was this. Learn to respond to the unexpected situations with positive action instead of reacting based off of disappointment. Okay, I'll say that again. Learn to respond to the unexpected with positive action instead of reacting based off of disappointment, okay? Now, let's, let's have a situation for you, the listener. Think of a situation where you're expecting something or a situation in the past where you've expected something and maybe it just, it did not turn out right, right? It did not turn out the way that you wanted and there was a lot of disappointment involved, okay? What I'm suggesting here is that instead of reacting solely based off of that disappointment, what if we respond to that situation with an action that is positive? So let's say you, I don't know, go on a real basic example here. You fill in for whatever it is, you the listener, but here's an example just for you. Let's say you expect to get a job that you applied for, okay? You expect to get this job that you applied for that you wanted more than anything, and you figure, this is my dream job. This is everything. I need this job. A couple weeks later, after the application, you get informed that you did not get the job. Okay, so you have the choice right there. It's either ex completely go off in disappointment and view all that hard work that you did as nothing, as failure, as you're lost, you're not good enough. That would be going off in disappointment right there. Okay, that would be. That would be reacting based off of disappointment. So the alternative to that would be instead that situation happens and we acknowledge it. We acknowledge that we worked hard, that we're feeling sad, that this is not what we wanted. We acknowledge that because we have to, okay? But instead of going off in disappointment here, let's take a positive action to move forward. So for instance, in this case, the positive action could be, okay, maybe I've reached back out to the employer and asked them what I could do better so that next time when you apply for a new job, you can have something constructive to work off of. 
Or maybe you say, all right, I really wanted this job, but maybe I'm going to expand my vision to search for a different field, a different avenue, a different job in which my talents and what I'm good at is more accepted, is more coveted after. Okay, these are just a couple of very simple examples, though, of how we take a situation that's a disappointment and we take positive action to move ourselves forward using what we have right now. Okay, and when you take that positive action, it can lead to a whole nother amazing situation that you didn't even expect. But that situation won't exist. You'll never get there if you just go off in disappointment. Okay, so for you, the listener today, I had my little example there of the job, but you put in whatever that example is for you. All right. And so write this down, do whatever you have to do. But the next time that you're in that disappointment situation, remind yourself, make a note of it, become self-aware to say, am I going to go off on disappointment or am I going to take a positive action and allow this to be a stepping stone? I want you to do that. And I want you to remind yourself of that. And this is going to be hard, friends. This is not going to be easy. I'm saying it right now, but when you're in the midst of it, you're going to be so tempted to just completely go off on disappointment and, and just put yourself down. You're going to be so tempted to do that. But if you can open up your notes on your phone app and, and look at this and remember this, you'll pull yourself away from that brink of disappointment and take that positive action and put that anger and disappointment into something constructive that's going to help you. Okay, so make a note of that. Remember this so that the next time you're in that situation, you can turn to this little tidbit. Okay, everybody? So next strategy that I have for you is kind of as follows. Crinkling some paper here. Sorry about that. What I would like you to do is as follows. Okay, I want you to write down three things. First thing that I want you to do is write down what I want. Write down what I want. Actually, no. Before we do this, let's think of a situation. I want you to write down one of your biggest goals for the year. Or biggest goals for your life, biggest goals for the day, week, whatever it is. I want you to write down a really big goal that's very important to you. Okay? I want you to write this down. Okay? Write down what that goal is. All right? Now, after that, you're going to write three things underneath it. Number one, what do I want from this goal? Number two what I expect to happen, and number three, how I'll respond if neither comes to be. Okay, so let's review this. Number one, you're going to write down a big goal, a big thing that means a lot to you in your life. You're going to write that down. Underneath that, you're going to write what I want from this goal, okay? Second thing you're going to write is what I expect this situation to be. And the third thing is what is you're going to write down how I'll respond if I don't get what I want and I don't get what I expect. Okay, three things. You're going to write those three down. Now, here's why we're doing this. You write down what you want. You write down what you expect. That's great. That's important. But the reason that's the third part is the most important is how you'll respond if it doesn't come to be. Is so that when that situation happens and it doesn't come to fruition, you'll have a game plan on how to react. Okay. Now this is a what if, because like I said, ideally your life goal does happen. Your life goal does become what you expect. That's awesome. That's great. That's fantastic. You don't, you won't need this, but there will come a time with some situation where you will need this. Okay. And so by writing this down, what I want, what I expect and how I'll respond, it's going to really put some practice into your brain to help you so that you'll be able to manage these feelings in a way that's constructive if that situation does come about where things don't work out, okay? So number one, 
write down that goal. Number two, what I want from this. Number three, what I expect the situation to be. And number four, how I'm going to respond if it doesn't turn out the way I want. Okay, just a little strategy for you to help you become more self-aware that there is more to your expectation than you might expect. And that's what this little strategy is doing. That's all this strategy is doing, but it is such a helpful thing, especially if you find yourself in that position where things don't work out. Again, now I must repeat myself here because people have a tendency to only hear what they want to hear. I'm going to repeat this again. This is not suggesting that, oh, Scott's saying my stuff's my dreams, my goals aren't going to come true. No, I hope that they do. I know they probably will for you. I'm just saying if they don't, if they don't, we have this little exercise to help us with that situation so we don't feel helpless, so we don't feel lost if that situation does happen, okay? That's what we're doing this for. And that's why I've got it, all right? Now, I've got one little activity that I want to do before we come to the end of the show, and it's really a core belief reframement, I like to call it, okay? Now, I know we're not talking about core beliefs, but I find that core beliefs and expectations can a lot of times really have some overlap and i see how we treat people with negative core beliefs or how i work with them with negative core beliefs and turn them into positive core beliefs can be something that goes directly hand in hand with what they expect out of their life right so here's the little exercise that i want you to do i want you the listeners right now to think of a negative core belief that you have about yourself okay so for instance a negative core belief could be something like i'm too sensitive right or a negative core belief could be something like I have to have control over every aspect of my life in order to be successful, okay? Negative core belief is something that is really strongly held about yourself that is negative, such as I'm too sensitive, like I said, okay? So what I want you to do is take a moment or two, think about what that negative core belief is for you, all right? Think about what it is, write it down, whatever you got to do. Now, the second part of this exercise is as follows. I want you to ask yourself this. Ready? Is holding on to this negative core belief going to help me in any way in my life? Mm. Answer that question. Is holding on to this negative core belief going to help me in any way in this life? Pretty sure the answer is going to be no to that. Okay, so that's part two. Now, part three, here's the fun part. We're going to reframe that negative core belief. We're going to take the poison and we're going to turn it into an antidote, so to speak. Okay. So for example, let's say your negative core belief was the second one that I said, oh, uh, in order for me to be happy in my life, I have to have total control. Okay. We all know it's not possible to have total control in every aspect. So you could reframe that negative core belief to instead something like this. There are parts of my life that are out of my control but that doesn't mean that I've failed. Okay? There's one example. For the other example, let's say your negative core belief is I'm too sensitive. We reframe that to this. My sensitivity allows me to connect with people on a deeper level. Boom. Went from a negative core belief to a belief that's positive and an asset to us instead of something that is holding us down. Okay, now for you, the listener, I want you to take that and I want you to make it your own. Think of your negative core belief. Ask yourself, is this going to help me at all in life? Get your answer there and then reframe it to turn it into a core belief that is positive, that is going to help you. Okay, now the reason I talk about this 
is because when we reframe these core beliefs, it's really kind of the same thing that we're doing with expectations. We want to reframe our expectations. We want to include in our expectations those things that we don't necessarily expect or want or desire, but we want to reframe our expectations so that they include those things as well. Right, so that's why I wanted to do that little exercise with you because I think there's a lot of overlap with that and also expanding our expectations. Okay, everybody? So to wrap up the show today, I really want to leave you all with this. Expectations, they're meant to guide you, but they're not meant to define you. You know, at the end of the day, an expectation is something that we have, that we like, but it's not who we are. Right? Even if our expectations all pan out all the time and everything great happens and it's all amazing, that still doesn't define who we are. It's meant to be a guide to get us where we want to go. But there's a difference between where we want to go and who we are. Right? So for you today, learn to expand that expectation to include the unexpected in it and understand that those expectations don't define you and those expectations do not change the fact that you are enough as a person. You may have failed every single expectation you had in your life. That still does not change the fact that you're enough, that you are valid with who you are. Okay? And all we need to understand what to do sometimes is instead of going off on that disappointment because of failed expectations, include, include the unexpected in that expectation so that we don't beat ourselves down just because the expectation wasn't what we thought. So everybody, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Scotty P Inspiration Show today. I hope you could take something positive from this. I hope the little strategies could help you in some way. I really appreciate it. I hope you all tune in for our next episode as well to see more about what we're doing so that we can help you to navigate your life through the lens of hope and rediscover the resilience within yourself. So thanks so much, everybody. I'll see you later. This is Scotty P signing off.